0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm going to teach you the best way to prepare for panel interviews. So, you may have come across a panel interview during your current job search, maybe in a previous job search, but if you haven't, I think it's best to start by defining what a panel interview is. So, a panel interview is just another round in the interview process, but instead of meeting with one person from the employer one on one, you're going to meet with several people from the employer side. And typically, all of these people have some sort of interaction with the role that they're hiring for. So if you were to get hired into this position, you would interact with each of these different people in different ways. And being able to successfully interact with all of them, have great relationships with all of them and help everybody achieve their goals is the primary goal of the job itself. And also the panel interview, they want to see who this person is, who they'd be working with, and then they can make a group decision. So For a more specific example, let's say that you are applying for a product manager role. And this role is specifically targeted at helping bridge the gap between the product team, the engineering team and sales. Because unfortunately, in this case, let's say that sales has been over-promising when they sell the product to clients. They're offering services and features that don't exist yet. And engineering is having to abandon their roadmap to scramble to build out these features that sales promise so that they can retain those clients. So let's just say that that's the scenario. So the company might think that a panel interview is a really good idea here because they can get somebody from the sales team. They can get somebody from the engineering team, and they can get somebody from the product team all in the room at the same time so that they can ask you questions and they can see how you respond to both of them in real time, and then they can get a sense for what this relationship would look like if you were hired into the role. So that's just a totally hypothetical example of what a panel interview might look like. And you could probably see why you might wanna take a bit of a different approach to preparing for these panel interviews than you might if this was a one-on-one conversation with each of those people. So the next obvious question that you might ask is how many people should I expect in a panel interview? So in my experience, panel interviews are anywhere from three to five people. Typically, if it's one person, that's a regular interview. But then if it's two people, that's still not quite a panel interview. That's just more of a a group discussion or a larger discussion. But when we think of panel interviews, we're typically thinking of about three to five people on the employer side, and then you. And there usually aren't more than five people, at least in the six, seven years that I've been doing this, plus the two, three years that I was job searching I haven't come across a panel interview that had more than five people in it. Five tends to be the max, but I just wanna set your expectations for what this might look like when you walk in the door. So circling back to your preparation here, again, your prep is probably gonna be a little bit different and it should be because this is a totally different dynamic and a different environment than a one-on-one conversation. Not only are you talking to each individual person differently, but you also have to factor in how other people on the panel might perceive your answer when you're talking to a specific individual on the panel that's not them, right? So what's the best way to prepare for this? Well, there's a couple of steps that you can take, but essentially the long and short of it is that we really want to think about each person that is going to be present on the panel. We want to think about what they care about, what matters to them, even better if we can get specific around their challenges and their goals and the initiatives that they're running. And then we want to think about their relationship to everybody else on the panel. So that is going to be your starting point. Hopefully at this point, you know, typically panel interviews aren't the phone screen or the first round. So hopefully at this point, you've done some basic preparation. And just to recap what that might look like, I would hope that you've researched the company in depth. So I would hope that you've read the company's website. I would hope that you've read through some of their blog posts. I would hope that you've looked up their company on Forbes and Business Insider and Google News and just read some articles there. I would hope that you have come through their social media channels. I would hope that you've looked at the reviews of their product, that you've listened to interviews with executives, all of this stuff to get a baseline of information about the company itself. Then what I want you to do for each of these people is take a seat and write out the person's name, and their job title, and then just a quick blurb of who they are, what they care about, and what challenges they might be facing. So using the example that I brought up earlier, if we have somebody from sales, somebody from product, and somebody from engineering, we might sit down and say, all right, this person from engineering, they manage the team of engineers. And so what they really care about here is protecting their people's time. They have some tension with sales because they think sales is just firing from the hip and offering features that the company currently doesn't offer. And so their team has to go build these out. So, what they want is somebody who is going to protect their time and make sure that their engineers can stay on the roadmap. And then, if we think about the salesperson, that salesperson, they want to close more deals. And right now, they're doing it by just promising the moon and then hoping that engineering can deliver on it. And so we might think to ourselves, okay, the goal that this person has is to sell as much product as they possibly can, but the way that they're going about it right now is causing friction with this other person who's going to be in the room. So I need to keep that dynamic and that relationship in mind. And what might be helpful here is coming up with some solutions and processes and systems that we can leverage to make sales feel empowered to go sell as much product as they can, while also making sure that the engineering manager feels like their team is going to be protected. So just by sitting down and thinking through things here, I'm understanding the dynamic of the people in the room, what their relationship is, what their pain points are, what's working well in terms of, you know, the way that their teams are working together and collaborating. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to think about all of my answers, So again, going back to the prep piece, hopefully you've thought about those core questions that you might be asked in almost any interview. And hopefully you've come up with some answers and some examples that you have fleshed out a bit that you've rehearsed that you might have even memorized. And so what I want you to do is take those examples and those answers and then think about how they might be tailored or personalized to each person on the panel, because you never know which person on the panel is going to ask you that specific question. So let's say, for example, that one of the questions you used to prepare for this interview was tell me about a time that you had to deal with a difficult person. Now, you might have a story for that specific question, and you might have that one story, which is great. That's an awesome start. But then, what we want to do next is think about it through the lens of the people on this panel. So, again, the engineering manager, if they ask you this question, the answer they might be looking for probably involves some sort of situation where you have had to protect a team's boundaries and protect a team's roadmap and workload from a difficult person. Whereas if the salesperson asks you this question, They might be looking for an answer that involves a time where you helped enable a team from a difficult person who was trying to constrain them, or at least they felt that they were being constrained by this person, whether that was rightfully so or not. And so you can see, based on these two different people's perspectives and what they're experiencing... The answer that might be considered quote-unquote correct is probably going to be different for both of them, but then you have this additional layer of making sure that the answer that you deliver doesn't rub the person who did not ask the question the wrong way. So again, if the engineering manager asks this question, you want to make sure that you give an example and an answer that speaks directly to the pain points that they're facing, while also not throwing the salesperson under the bus or ticking off the salesperson. So you just need to keep both of these dynamics in mind as you answer the question, and your answer is going to be slightly different based on the person that you're giving it to. And this is really the biggest thing that you need to focus on when preparing for panel interviews. A lot of people get worked up, they get anxious because there's more people in the room. You know, they think that this is a totally different strategy. And at the end of the day, all of the core base preparation that you've done is going to come in handy here. The thing that's going to allow you to win is when you think about everybody in the room, what they care about, and how they interact with each other. So that shines through in your answers. It also shines through in the questions that you ask these people. So when it comes to that Q&A period at the end of the panel interview, it is so, so important to have personalized, tailored questions to each specific person on the panel. You should have enough time to ask everybody at least one question. And you want to make that question count. Because if you just show up and ask everybody what their favorite part about working at the company is you're not really doing anything to differentiate yourself from anybody else. You're also not showing each person on the panel that you understand their needs. You understand what they're looking for and you understand the information that they've given you. So instead, what I'd recommend that you do is come up with a personalized question for each individual on the panel. I recommend actually having two or three different ones prepared so that you can come up with one that's most relevant to the conversation that you had. And then once you do this a couple of times and you get comfortable, you could probably even spin some up as you go through this interview so that it's directly relevant to something that you just talked about a few minutes ago. But these are the two major areas where your preparation is gonna go the extra mile, where you're gonna help set yourself apart from everybody else. And if you do that, if you focus on these two areas, which are, again, tailoring your answers to the specific person that is asking the question while also considering the dynamics and the relationships of everybody else in the room, and then coming up with those personalized questions for each and every person in the room. If you do those two things, I promise you, you are going to have a heck of a lot more success in panel interviews. They're not going to be as scary or intimidating, and you are going to convert more of them into job offers. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And if you found this episode valuable, I'd so appreciate it if you share it with just one other person who is coming up on a panel interview, who's worried about a panel interview, who's never experienced a panel interview, just so they have this information in their back pocket. I'm so grateful for you helping spread the word and for you tuning in. So with that said, I will see you in the next episode of the podcast.